This town deserves a better class of criminal. And I'm gonna give it to him. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the monthly comic cast brought to you by the New England Society of Geeks. I'm Derek, and I have brought with me for this episode none other than the cosmic comic guru Dario. Hey, what's going on? And the world's greatest sidekick and gift giver, Paul. Hey, guys, happy holidays. <laughs> That's right, this is our post holiday recording. Uh, been a while since we've all been together to do this but uh we're back and let's get into it oh yeah um let's start off with reviews uh let's review some comics who would like to go first i don't actually have any to review this week i figured i'd leave it up to you guys i only have a small stack because i'm like do you want to go back and forth i'll do one of you that's right dario just said he has a small stack i have a small (laughs) all right so i'll do the first one all right so um i've currently i'm almost finished reading uh, a DC Comics miniseries called Injustice versus Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, I wanted to read that, but I missed it. There's one issue left. I have issue here. I have issue four here with me, but I think it's on issue like five or six right now. But it is by let's find out who the cast, the creative cast is here. I should have it all written down. Tim Seeley's writing it. Uh, Freddie E. Williams the second is the artist. Jeremy Caldwell is the colorist. Uh, Wes Abbott is the letterer. And so on and so forth. And what's that? <laughs> As I said, Abbott. Hey, Abbott. I only read, I think, year one of Injustice, and I liked it a lot. And I read a little bit, maybe a little bit of year two, and I thought it was really interesting. And when DC got the rights to do the Masters Universe comic, I thought they did a pretty good job with it, but mm. it came out kind of sporadically at my store. Yeah. yeah. So right. I wasn't able to read yeah. the whole thing. Right. Um, but I grabbed this, and I think the art is really fitting, and it kind of it, it, it's not like a side story. This is actually continuing the story of Injustice, so it's mm. legit. This is like in continuity with it. Oh, them. that's cool. They make all kinds of references to the stuff that's happened in Massive Universe up until this point. They make all kinds of references to everything that's happened in Injustice up at this point. But uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Skeletor goes to work with Superman. Um, I don't remember how exactly he ended up meeting him. But Superman's on a mission to like get rid of all the magic because magic and kryptonite is his yeah. deal, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that's interesting. So he's going on a mission to get rid of all the all the magic, and at the same time, Prince Adam decides he needs to take a vacation to his the his mother's his, his, home world, his mother's home world of Earth. So he's right. Like, I'm gonna go back to Earth, and lo and behold, it's a it's a trashy Earth. <laughs> the last the last thing I read of Masters of the Universe is. With the Thundercats. Oh, yeah. That's that was a, a good one. That's yeah. a that's an incontinuity crossover too, because they mentioned that in this. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was gonna ask that. <laughs> they, they yeah. Do. Yeah. Um <laughs> Skeletor because cool. I guess Skeletor crashes on Earth after his encounter with the Thundercats, I think is what happens. Because uh, okay. didn't he like team up with Mumra or something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he ends up on Earth after that and teams up with Superman. So he's Superman's wizard. He's helping him find all these artifacts. And uh Oh, that's cool. Oracle. Yeah, it's Oracle. And what Superman doesn't know is that Skeletor, being the manipulator he is, has been 
draining the power of the wizard Shazam. Mm. And so at the, at the end of issue four, uh, he just, he turns around cause he's all weak and stuff. He turns around and says, says Shazam and becomes Skeletor Shazam. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, uh, but it's, so it's Superman and all the bad versions of them from injustice. It's the resistance. It's the masses universe. And it's, Darkseid and his minions, because Darkseid's attacking Eternia, trying to get into what, Castle no Grayskull. What, no Mr. Missiflex? Mr. Mi- no, not yet, but uh, uh, Orko yep. is a better a better, a better magician on Earth than he is on Eternia. Oh, like, cool. He actually, he actually nice. does things and does them right, and yeah, on Eternia, okay. he's just like, oh, I made flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so he should just stay on Earth then. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but it's not bad. I like it a lot. It's almost over. So when it comes out in a collected format, if you guys uh, were interested in it, I'd say it's probably worth it. Yeah, I was into. Um, I've never actually read the Injustice series. You should. Either it's of really them. good. I love the concept of it. Yeah. And I wanted to read them. I just haven't yet. It's one of those things where it's based on a video game, so you automatically think it's going to be trash. Mm. It's so good. It's really, really good. That's and what I think heard, it came yeah. out in like web comics first so there was like maybe four or five page stories but they put them all together in one volume and it, it flows it's like this is what this is right the, you know the flash is working for superman because superman's always been good mm. and superman's not a terrible dictator at this point he's just right. trying to so fix have, things it's the right. same thing with uh using green lantern on with superman yeah yeah like like a bunch of people team up with superman because superman superman Right. And Batman's like, I don't know why you guys don't see what's happening here. And and kind of all the street level heroes go team up with Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the, all the human, non, <clears throat> the non-powered. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've, he didn't have any powered guys. Uh, but it's, it's it's pretty interesting. You should check it out. So mm. I give this a thumbs up. Cool. Uh, Injustice versus Master Universe. Let's see. Let's make up a scale. One to five. Give it, or should I say one to ten? Give it a ding. Okay, I'll say one to one million. You one to one million. <laughs> give it 999. Yeah. It's almost perfect. It keeps going up and up and up. <laughs> what else you got? Oh, let's go to Paul. That's all you got? No, no. We're going to go back and forth. Oh, oh okay. Oh, fancy. I was going to suggest that, but since his pile. Unless so, you're not ready. I got, no, the major one that I have is. I'll skip to that last. Well, well you no, last, you but. can do all of those because they all. All at once. Yeah. All right. It all goes together. Right, the one that I'm halfway through is the uh, Marvel's the best defense is pretty much the defenders. Yeah, in one shot, and then at the end they have like a group, mm-hmm. a team book. Yeah, and it was pretty cool because it started off as a mystery with uh, the Immortal Hulk trying to look for his friend. Mm-hmm. Which and friend? He was in. Uh, Doctor- oh, he's looking for Doctor Strange. Right. Okay. He's in like New Mexico. He comes to a town, Happy Happy Trails, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. The place is deserted. Can't find nobody. On the outskirts, he finds Stephen, uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but he's just a skeleton. He's oh, been okay. Burnt interesting. For crisp. Okay? Yeah. So he's trying to find out what happened. Because that I am Agamotto is missing. I am uh, No, no, even I can't say it. I Agamotto. It was Amagato. Like no, it's Agamotto. Agamotto. <laughs> gotta write it a hundred times. Hey, I'm gonna. It's Amigato. Yep. <laughs> it was uh, written by L. Ewing. Ewing. Yes. Yeah. Was doing the regular Immortal Hulk book, and 
That book is awesome. Yeah, that book is great. I love that book. Now, okay, does uh, does he see Doctor Strange as 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 his astral projection? Because I know the Hulk was able to do that in the past, and I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen yes. it, like done since then. Yes, uh, you he can. does. Okay, good. Um, the art is by Simone Demille. Hmm. Not familiar. I've seen the art. The art's good. Yeah, that's not that's not right. somebody I'm yeah. familiar with. But what's with. cool about it is if ah. see how they're showing like couple panel uh. Yeah, the panel do. here and there. They'll yeah, put they in do. like old ones. Yeah. An old panel from the past. Yeah. Like a awesome. Kirby Hulk or whatever. He did that in a regular book too, didn't he? In the Mortal Hulk. There was a yeah, couple a I couple think, issues. A little bit, that yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah. Um well come to find out they're all they're all pulled up in the saloon saloon <laughs> and some old guys got the eye mm-hmm. using it to mind control every the sheriff and everybody else. Yeah. Because he was a vagrant. Um, and he said, well, I didn't, no, I didn't, I just saw the amulet and I took it, mm-hmm. but I didn't kill your friend. He was like that one. Yeah. So, and he goes, no, and the Hulk goes, well, I already know. It was, then I was talking to him and he goes, I need that amulet. Because well, you have it. But then I got the amulet. Mm-hmm. Banner or the Hulk? Banner. Because yeah, Banner's Bruce, the Hulk during the day, right? Or does he well, only becomes Bruce the Hulk when Banner, he dies, right? Bruce Banner. No. During the day and Hulk at night. Yeah. Unless Banner so dies. It was during the day and he needed the Hulk to come out. So we used the the, am, the eye of Ayamoto. He looked at the amulet when the eye was open and it brought the Hulk out. Right. Back. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, I swear to God, I didn't kill your friend. That's how he was when I found him. Huh. And the Hulk goes, I already knew that. Because I know who killed, who killed Steven. And he goes, it was you. He was saying it looking off panel. And in the last last page, it's the actual form of of uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Cool. This is, um, so you have all the parts there, right? So it's all yeah. in continual mystery. This is the uh, yep. the hobo with the- Yep. <laughs> so what's uh what happens in the next part? It shifts over to Namor. The, um, Namor was written by. That's not Doctor Strange. Chip Dresky. Chip Zdarsky, yeah. Yep. And I by Carlos Magno hmm. and Ann Hearing. Hmm. Now in Namor, he's trying to he's holding counsel with his with his advisors. Can I interrupt you for a minute? Yep. So Namor is as of my last reading, is pretty much full on a bad guy right now. Like he's killed some people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Only yeah. because they were they were greedy and they're like doing and, stuff with the earth. And this this takes place in kind of current continuity, right. basically. Exactly. Yeah. He's still still starting getting ready to. He's preparing war with the service world service again, world. right? Yeah. Without a shirt on again, <laughs> just sleeves. Who needs shirt? That's so, right. But he's having he's holding counsel with his people because he wants to get the um. He wants he needs allies, so he wants to get the the Baldan. What? Baldan, Oh, is that like one of those big, those big Marvel monsters? No. Okay. It's another, another race of water beings. Oh, oh. Okay, I don't know who they are. I thought, hmm. you, I thought you were meant to be doing for me. All right, so more water. Well, they, yeah, yeah then you're going wrong. cosmic. That so, is freaking awesome. He goes. That last page. Nuts. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Namor gets, gets the oh. subsurface surfboard. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> So he gets, he goes, 
tells him, I'm going to go find these people because we need allies. So he starts heading out. Now he's got to go even deeper into the into the ocean. You only go through uh, tunnels, canals, and stuff. Well, he's led by um, sort of like a jellyfish that gives off light. Mm-hmm. Even even I mean he can see low light, but this is so deep. Even even he needs light. His right. Yeah. Can't penetrate yeah. It. yeah. So he gets down there, gets to a certain point, and then the pressure is so much it just like crushes the jellyfish and then he starts hmm. feeling the effects and he blacks out then he wakes up he's in world war Two. Oh, really huh for whatever reason then he blacks out again back present and then they have like a, they cut back to something different that like some psychopath in a sheet with a knife killing aliens hmm. then it flashes out they had it they had the same guy in the sheet and an interlude in the hall mm-hmm then they had a page and name on it. It's going to be Nick Fury. Because <laughs> I don't know. With him. Yeah. That's actually a joke. Right. It's not going to be Nick Fury. <laughs> so, comes back, and he finds who he's looking for. Asks, you know, King, you know, can you help help out? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of like no ocean dead. Yeah, right. Right? The guy goes, you bring your arrogant ass here. Um, you know, you want our help. He's like, well, what's in it? Mm-hmm. So he goes, I'll tell you what, we have a mon- we have a monster that's plaguing us. Take out the monster, and I'll think about it. Mm. So Lito sends him on a quest. The king negates on the deal. Yeah. Okay? To the point where, you know, Namor is Namor, so he's, his arrogance gets the better of him. He starts beating on the king, all right? They defeat the king. They defeated the monster. He starts negating that argument to the point where they... So enraged, she just pushes them up, up through the ocean. Mm-hmm. But he kept going so fast, they ended up in outer space. <laughs> and that's when the Silver Surfboard shows up. And that's when Silver, Surf, Silver Surfer Surfboard shows up and rescues him. And he merges, he merges with the Surfboard. He's got the silver, the silver skin. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's got silver skin there. Yeah. So now the art, the art in that book is really, really good. Yeah, it is really good. That is excellent. And then it just cuts back to the next one. The Silver Surfer one is is uh, is impossible to find now. There's a lot of people that have been calling the store trying to find that. Oh reason. really? Yeah, you can't find it anywhere. Uh. Doctor Strange. Then the next part was Doctor Strange. Now Doctor Strange, um, pretty much tells you how what happened to Doctor. How he ended up dead. How he ended up dead. I don't want to okay, get too yeah. much away. Um, I bet you're in had a couple, magic. Had a couple. Uh, <laughs> it had a couple. Of, Could it was be. a couple of uh, well, it's magic, but major. And it was done by Gary Duggan. Mm-hmm. Was the writer. Greg Smallwood was the artist. Hmm. And all all the main all the main covers were done by Brian Garney and Richard Isenoff. Mm-hmm. And then. Each book had different various covers. <laughs> Not getting to it. <laughs> I mean, so it shows off uh, Doctor Strange walking. That's him. Mm-hmm. Is that him? That's Strange. Mm-hmm. Not giving out too much. All right. Right. His, I don't know if he's running low on magic. Mm-hmm. So he's got to take, takes out his own eye mm-hmm. to activate the Ag- Agamotto. Yeah. And he asks, no, show me the way home. 
like the path you follow. It triggers the minions from Amro. The mindless ones. Yeah. 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 So as he's walking, he stops to get something to drink or whatever. He's, he has a statue and there's a voice coming. Back. He's like, voice up. So the minions catch up to him, locks him around for a little bit, mm-hmm. done and done. Goes back to talking to the statue. And what I thought it was, I thought it was like clear. Mm. Oh, you thought it was clear? She hasn't yeah. been around in a long yeah. time. But yeah. it's not. Well, there's not gonna be no bag. So there's no love. There's no love lost. Right? There's no love. <laughs> so he's got the following the, the eye. He comes to a certain part. Of his, comes. He's out like in the desert. Mm-hmm. Comes up to a like a marker. Goes. I'm going to sleep. You'll know when. You know when. Whenever. Wake me up. Whatever. Right. You know. It's Doctor Strange. Just wake me up. Whatever. But then it cuts whether he's dreaming or not. That's clear. That's clear. He's dreaming of clear. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden, nightmare shows. Uh huh. He goes. He goes. You never stood. You never stood a chance against your nightmare. Okay. Then it cuts to the to the bedsheet guy with the knife. Gotcha. And all he's right, still so killing the guy. different aliens. aliens. Yeah. And then somebody's calling Strange's name. Satchel. Oh, it's Dormammu. It's Dormammu. He goes. No, this is it. He goes. I know you don't have enough magic to defeat. This is the end. Nobody else left on Earth. Mm-hmm. I saved you. Huh. Okay. Um, uh, is that when Wolverine shows up? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> With the Infinity Stone? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So he goes, goes Momoko is going off on his, his speech. Thank you for long to yeah. Mm. Sit back, relax. Let me tell you right. my story. Straight. Kneels down, starts going through the statue, pulls out what was in the thing. Yeah. What is and it? it? It's the Hulk's head. Ah. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, he goes, you know, he goes, I know how much of an appetite you have time to wake up. Domago goes, die. He's still standing there holding onto that market. And he goes, he starts laughing. And the Hulk says, ha, ah, well, that was a meal. And Domago is like, what's going on? Strange goes, I changed where where the Hulk would would need like radiation. Mm-hmm. He goes, I switched his dietary. Oh, so he eats Dormo? <laughs> he ate Dormo's magic. Yeah. Okay. The marker that he was holding is the last sliver of the board, Silver Surface board. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. He goes, he even goes on a rant and he goes, now Hulk, go boom. So long, Steve. And then nuclear holocaust. He goes. He goes gamma. He goes gamma. <laughs> Taking out. Oracle. Still holding. Still holding. Yeah. The marker, which that's the fade away from Russian. So he cutting even away out of the radius of the blast. radius yeah. of the blast. Yeah, but he dies. But he dies. In the process and becomes a skeleton. Right. All it, you know, his skin, everything burns away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that a watcher on that other page? He classes the watches. Yeah. Now he's once he went to the to just skin, just bone. Mm. He went astral. Goes by the watches. Goes into the eye of a like a moto. Yeah. Whoa, that's cool. Goes into the it's very just very Steve Ditko. I was gonna say it went all Ditko. <laughs> Keeps going. Till it comes out to another to where Banner finds the body. Right, so now we're doing full circle somehow. Like, I don't, who knows right, if it's an alternate reality circle, or what right. it is, but, mm. yeah. 
then they had a tribute stick call. I see um, that one. I like yeah. how they set up the art in this because all the panels are, are consistent. They're all just four panels per page, mm. and they're all landscape. Yeah, I like a lot. Yeah. Except for every once in a while, I break it up and they and there's one bigger panel. Right. Oh, that's actually um, interesting. Yeah, the art's really good in this book. Yeah, it is. That's as far as I got. So I still have the Silver Surfer to read mm -hmm. in the groups. So I'll have the rest of it done well, for the next. The uh, the change from uh, the look that he is as an old, ragged old man in the desolate wastelands of the earth, and then when he dreams and he's like old yeah. school Doctor Strange yep. with Clea and Nightmare and all that. I like that too. That's pretty mm -hmm. nice. So they, they, and then his astral plane, his astral form when he was younger too. So apparently you need to hold on to that Silver Surfer book because it's hard to find now. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's worth it. But I just know it. we can't. We can't. It's a yeah, cool yeah, cover. All right, and this is okay. That's interesting. And it's written by Silver Surfer. Being written and by Jason Moore. Yeah, they are. Too. I mean, basically this whole thing presents very well. Mm. I know that. I'll, I'll read it when it comes out. All right. So you recommend it? I give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. So we're getting away from numbers. Granted, we're going to thumbs. Yeah, why right, not? Right, on, <laughs> on, on 10, All right. it's a 9.5. All right. Whoa. For the whole thing? What you what, read? What issues From you read? what I read so far. So all of it together would be a 9.5. Yes. Cool. Um, like I said, I still got to read the Silver Surfer and the group. group right. But it was kind of cool. On the, I just want to make a note that it was done. And we passed mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. this. Oh, they did a tribute book. They did a yeah. tribute book. Yeah, all Marvel oh, yeah. books. All Marvel books that week had that tribute on them. Yeah, it's they did, uh, um, two pages of black. And three then pages. Three pages of black. Three and pages, and then it had a picture of mm -hmm. black. Mm -hmm. in the very beginning. Yep. And then they went into. It was like pretty much. What was all, he ninety five? He was all but one page. Uh, he would have been ninety six yesterday. Yeah. Twenty eight. Um. There's not much, not many members of the original Marvel bullpen left. Mm. Maybe just two. Yeah, there really aren't. All right, so what do you got next, Dario? Right, so my next book is from Boom Comics. It's called Mech Cadet U. I have heard good things about that book. It's um, as far as I know, it's done. Mm. It's wrapped up the storyline, and it's kind of like a the end deal, right? Uh, but this is a really good book if you like if you like giant robots and giant monsters and Ultraman. That kind of stuff. Uh, right. Johnny Sockles flying robot. That kind of stuff. It's, oh, yeah. It's awesome. Written by Greg Pak and drawn by... Oh, I'm going to ruin this name. It's, 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 it's illustrated by Takashi Miyazawa. Miyazawa? I think so. It's close, yeah. yeah I think it's close. something like that, yeah. Um, and basically, it's about uh, everything that you would imagine it would be. It's about a, uh, a world where a giant robot came to came to earth and mm -hmm. bonded with a young boy and it was very Johnny Sacco and his flying robot and defended the planet from a race of aliens called the uh, Scrag, I believe. Um, let me just double check real quick. Uh, yeah. Sharg S H A R G is what they are. This is these, they're these crabbed like monsters that come in various forms and they just mm. from anywhere from, from tank size to bigger. So bigger. Yeah, they get really big. There's like whole asteroids or like like huge asteroids that they thought it was an asteroid and it was actually like a mother that was just throwing small ones off of her. Oh, uh, that's so cool. Before it was just various attacks on Earth 
but it's been uh, they've been defeated, and it's been a number of years, and more mechs have landed on Earth, and what they do is they they come to Earth every year, and there's not many of them. I think there's like five or six that show up on Earth every year, and they they pick a small they pick a they pick a like a kid to bond with, and then right. they go off and become members of the Mech Cadet Mech Cadet Corps. Right. Uh, but the beginning of this book, you who is a janitor's the the son of a jan the son of a, of a janitor mm-hmm. accidentally bonds with one of them. And they have oh, right. they have to make him a, a cadet, and uh, it's about him bonding with the other kids. You know, it's very much a standard storyline as far as this kind of thing goes. But right. it's really really good. It harkens back to shows that I watched as a kid. Yeah, I've heard good like things Robotech. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, Robotech's more of a space opera kind of a thing. Right. This is this I'm is really. Oh yeah, yeah. This is still very much uh, like a giant robots fighting giant monsters. Did the thing Voltron is, had to had a, had a yeah yeah but uh none of these robots merge to become bigger robots um but they do what are they doing this book what they have they have the first earth made mech uh they create and it's called like called rocket something um and then by the end of the book they make another one like a giant titans (laughs) but without ruining much of it it's good i'm hoping that greg pack does another one because i'm pretty sure it's done as of issue 12 yeah and I would like them to do another one. It, it's it's been a fun read. It's been a, a book that came out over the course of maybe two years. Included. Well, that's only issue eleven. I didn't bring the last book with me. Yeah, it's. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, and it it definitely sounds interesting. Yeah, what I like about it, it's an all ages book. I mean, it doesn't say it on the front, but you can give this to anybody and read right. it, and it's fine. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it'll it'll appeal to just about anybody. Right. So as well, that's one of the things I like about Boom. Um, I mean, they they have a lot of books that are just across the board can be you i can grab it off the shelf and give it to somebody mm. marvel and dc do the same thing but sometimes marvel and dc do more intense things like now with the black label right black yeah label. and then um that's it for that i would give this book i would give this book two thumbs up or a 10 out of 10 whoa <laughs> how many stars i would give i would give it a purple badge, <laughs> purple badge. A, a black belt brown belt a black belt <laughs> It's a blue, but that's what we should do. We'll have to eight stars out of eight. I wish I had taken karate so I can know the belt. I'll have to study that. Then we can give that. <laughs> we can give things. We belts. can give belts as ratings. <laughs> the game you said. What is that noise? Is it your furnace? Yeah. It's a very active furnace. Yeah. It just wants you to know it's here. Yeah. I am here. It's an old house. <laughs> <laughs> I am here and I am active. <laughs> Excuse me while I yeah. adjust my microphone. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, so that's it. And then I have uh, I have like three more comics after. You, what else you got, Paul? Um, I didn't get to read them yet. Freedom Fighters. Sorry. Freedom I wanted Fighters, to read that one, but tw- I missed it. Which is a twelve part maxi series. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I didn't buy it. I'm going to buy it when it's collected. They're doing a lot of those lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the maxi series. I'm um, glad they're using that term again. <laughs> Micro series, This is Earth. X. X. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Where the um, where the Nazis were in World War Two, mm-hmm. they got like a um, like a resistance. Mm-hmm. This is a freedom. Yep. That's first thing I did when I saw that on the shelf was I had to make sure did it happen on Earth X or is this something that they're trying to pigeonhole into Earth New Earth? I think right. It's called the yeah. primary yeah. Earth. Right. And because uh, some they've done that in the past where they've been like, oh, we can take all these people and just put them on New yeah. Earth. Doesn't work. They have to be 
they have to be war, either World War Two era or Earth X, where they bring it up to date. Uh, right. But it's been like that for. It's by um, Vendetti. Mm-hmm. Barrels for Beretta. Wow, I'm butchering this. Names we can't read. Beretta and Lucas. George Lucas. No. Yes. The first. Yes, because his his billions that he got from Disney wasn't. So <laughs> yeah. Now he's moonlighting as whatever. Well, you know, he wants to uh, wants to make sure people remember him. They don't forget him. So hopefully by the um next month I'll have it. But the first, maybe the second. So there's the preview of the review. Yep. I'm sorry, <laughs> the guys. The pre-review. No, it looks really good. I was busy from Halloween up till now. All right, right. what do we got next? Um, I have a book that's from Image Comics, Mm -hmm. and it's called Die, right? D-I-E. It's not nice. You know, right? (laughs) Hey, you, die. Die. You got something? Can you suggest me something to read? Die. (laughs) Just yell it at you. A simple no would do. (laughs) All right, creative team, writer Karen Gillan. Ooh, nice. Not the actress. No, Karen Gillan, yes. Karen Gillan. Uh, Artist, Stephanie Hans. Hmm. Letterer Clayton Cowles, ah, yeah. designer Rian Hughes. If I'm saying that name right, and the editor is Chrissy Williams. Hmm. So this is again uh, kind of a standardized story in the way of uh, well, it's not, it begins in 1991. A bunch of kids go over to this person's house to play a game, much like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh-huh. They're gonna play a, they're gonna play a role playing game. There's, nice. a, there's a, there there are people that have played games like this before. There's a guy showing up with his sister. They're all teens. And the kid that invited him over to the house to play is uh, tells him how he's kind of done his own homebrew. He's done his own rules. He's done his whole thing. And he tells tells people to kind of make up their characters. But there's no rule booklet, right? You got to tell him what your character is. And you can be whatever you want. So the guy's, uh, the, the, the kid who kind of introduces us to the story with his younger sister she wants to play a cyber a cyberpunk character like everybody else is playing kind of a medieval based character mm-hmm. she's like i want to be a cyberpunk hmm. so when then the guy's kind of like saying what's your character like she goes i want to be a cyberpunk and he's like okay so this is what you're going to be blah 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 and he gives everybody a die like you you're going to have the d6 or you're going to have the d4 and then all of a sudden they're gone and then they jump forward 2 years and uh, there's some people driving down this road in the same town and they just appear, and they're missing one person from their from their group, and like the they're apparently become like a town like legend. Mm-hmm. They call them the missing six or something like that. Mm-hmm. What, what, I don't remember the exact name, but they have a, they have a name. So he's like, I know you, who you people are. You're the missing six, but they were missing one person. And then the guy's sister is missing her arm. So the so they, they go through the whole thing with the police and all that, and they're like, well, what happened? What happened? What happened? And they're like, we can't say anything. So they spend the next 25 years, maybe 30 years, like living their lives. It's a big jump. Uh, and you find out that nobody's done well. They're all a mess, except for a couple of them. Like one guy became a writer, and his movie, his books were becoming, were becoming uh, movies, so he's rich. Right. Mm-hmm. So he invites everybody over his house. No, what does he do? He's just having a party. Um, the the main character the the that I mentioned that kind of brought his sister over to the house to the party. Mm-hmm. So we're following him, and he's he's been divorced multiple times. He's having a rough time of it. Um, and the, yeah, sister's lost an arm, so she's with him. And then 
the mother of the missing kid like tracks them down and starts like giving them a hard time. She's like, blah, blah, blah. You guys made it. My son never made it back. And that kind of story. So they get delivered a mysterious package. In that mysterious package is the D20. And the D20 belongs to the kid that's missing. D20 is covered in blood. So he freaks out. He wants to destroy it and then decides, no, instead I'm going to go and we're going to get everybody together. They get everybody together. Lots of really good writing, and that, that leads up to that. And basically, is what you would expect. Once they get all back together again, what would you imagine happens? They all get sucked back into that world. And it's not like uh, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon where they're like, yay. <laughs> they're all like, holy crap, we don't want to be here. <laughs> this is really the last place we want to be. But the, their, their missing companion is there. And it turns out that their missing companion had, had been there the whole time. He was left behind. We don't know if it was on purpose or an accident. Mm. Uh, and since he had the D20, uh, basically whoever holds the, I don't know if it's true or not, but it seems like whoever holds both D20s is like a, a god on this realm. And, mm. this, and, and the okay. missing kid now has both D20s. And he kind of brought them. And he's going to kind of make it hell. Mm. Um, I read a, a little blurb about another issue coming out. I think issue three. And I think it started out with, um, Continue reading the the world's most depressing comic. So I don't think this is going to get much better. <laughs> uh, but it's really it's really interesting. I think it's it, it's it's how a, optimistic can it be when all die? Yeah. Die. Well, it's about the die that they get. Yeah, the right, D twenty yeah. or the D ten. I had read about that. Yeah, I think in the comic shop news. So uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on yeah. it. Oh, I I really enjoy it. Um, I have a couple friends of mine that that um are into this kind of a genre. And I told them to pick it up. It also it covers uh, other bases as well. Um, it goes into alternative lifestyles and that kind of stuff. So every every one of these characters has mm. something about them that makes it different from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's a it's a pretty interesting book. I like the art, and they spend the, this first issue not on that weird fantasy realm. Mm. So it ends with them being back there. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's from image. But it's it's pretty cool, and they're all they all have their own little powers and abilities. And you find out that the 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 guy who kind of we followed into this journey with his sister, he's a magic user in that realm, and he's the one who cast that spell that forbade that to happen. Yeah. So once they get back there, they still can't talk about it, right? Hmm. And they're like they're like, "Will you turn this spell off, please?" <laughs> and uh, over there, he's a girl, and so she casts she casts a spell, and she's like, uh, "And whatever whatever it is." It's like it's like when you talk about this, it'll never be like shit on your tongue. So I imagine if oh. they talked about it on their world, it was just like that. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep getting it. I don't know how many issues it is. It's definitely a miniseries. I'm gonna say six. So uh, thumbs up for that one. I'm gonna give it two thumbs up for, hey. for an issue one. Now I don't know. Down the road, it could turn into trash. It could. Um, it could. But I read it. Said. I read it, and I immediately wanted to read the second issue, and that's a good sign. Mm, excellent. Yes, that is a good sign. All right, Paul. What else you got? I have nothing, but I did pick up um, the number one Batman, the Batman who laughs. Oh yeah, yeah. That it sold out the store too. People like that. Yeah, good. I wanted to get it, but it sold out. Yeah. Then again, I don't know if I want to get it. I don't. I don't like the character, so I don't really care much for it. And I didn't. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that that event. Yeah, oh, yeah, I want them to get the stick just so a while back they did they revealed that three different. Oh, that's coming out. That's coming out this year. I don't want them to get to that. I don't. 
I don't like that idea. Yeah. Jeff John Jeff Johns has been interviewed a couple of times and that book is coming out this year. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a prestige format hardcover book. So it's gonna be set. I don't know, it's set in DC continuity. It's gonna be its own. I don't know. He's so. it's gonna to have to be a really good story. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not loving the idea of it. <laughs> I don't like that. All right. mean, and mm-hmm. then the only other one that I'll revert I'll review is Man Without Fear. Supposedly. Yeah, you know what? Whenever they say comic character dies, I ignore it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, it's like only been one or two that actually. Unless he's taken over by another character, such as Superior Spider Man. Yeah, pretty much. Which turned out to be way better than we thought. Superior Spider Man. Mm. All right. Well, when we talk about dead characters here, comic from Teen Titans. You're saying only one that. Pretty much. So it was from Teen Titans, and it was. Uh, it was uh, the Titans going to Speedy's funeral after he died in a crisis on, on a Heroes of Crisis storyline. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, Donna Troy's, like, everybody's all sad. Mm-hmm. Donna Troy's standing there. Says, He'll be fine. People like us, we come back from the dead all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> I think I saw that. That's pretty <laughs> that, was just like, that is the best understanding in comics. The last stuff I have uh, on my review pile is uh, The New Green Lantern, written by Grant Morrison. Oh. I read Where that. my power, Green Lantern. Um, did you read it? I did. Did uh, you read it? I did read it. I read it. And Good. Let's talk about it now. Before you start, somebody that you start? it was you that told me, uh, Seven Heroes of Victory. Oh, the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Seven yeah. Soldiers. So you, you, can't, act, you, you can't. You can't. You can't read to... anything that Steve, that Grant Morrison writes unless you've read Seven Soldiers of Victory. Why? Because that is that is what he says. He says, if you want to understand anything that I write from this point on, you have to have read Seven Soldiers of Victory. Now, I've read Seven Soldiers of Victory. You know what I have to say about that? Don't bother. <laughs> I don't. don't so pretty much you self-plug in a book that never really took off. Yeah, pretty much is what pretty I, that's how not, I feel. Right. All right. So, um, yeah, let's talk about Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, so it's written by Grant Morrison, and the artist is Liam Sharp. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think the art is pretty damn amazing. Different, yes, it's different yeah. and it's unique. And it, yes, and I think it's really a good fit for Green Lantern. Yeah, and I think it's a good fit for Grant Morrison's writing. Mm. Yes, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, but Grant Morrison is a whack job, and he comes up with some crazy ideas. Yeah, like, he is not Alan Moore, but he's well. He's a good writer. It all depends well, on the drugs he's doing. Grant, right. <laughs> I, could never, I could never stand Grant Morrison writing Batman. Depends. Like, Grant I Morrison like whole, that whole thing with the Dr. Death in the oh. black glove yeah. or oh, black yeah. hand. Yeah. You know, Dr. Death is a legit, like, Japanese creation for Batman when, right. they, did, when, they, did, when they did the yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have mixed. You, sometimes I love Grant Morrison, and sometimes I'm like, meh. Yep, well, Grant, that's how I feel. When, but when Grant Morrison did a little pause. Oh, yeah. No, but I wanted to. I missed Klaus. it. It was awesome. I want to, yeah, I want to read the, that. Claws uh, in the, in the. Yeah, so they did, they did, they did Claws like a year or two years ago, and they just and then did they another, had a, they just did then another they had one. one shot. Yeah, and they just did another one this year. And then they just, yeah. Did they? Yep. Yeah, it oh. came out this year. I don't know if it's one shot or not, but it's basically Santa Claus. But, not, oh, wait but a minute. not Santa Claus, Conan. I read no. Now that I think about it, I read like the first well, one like or Cole. two issues. I think. Well, like yeah, pretty much. 
So as far as this book goes, um, I mean, interesting. He's dealing with uh, alien races and alien species, like well, making it nuts, like kind of. I guess it should be. And and as um as they said, Grant Morrison said, in, like the um all the news articles, he kind of it's kind of going back to a space cop yeah thing yeah the pulling the pulling back from the the universe is going to die right only the lanterns can handle it or right here's a here's a a, a universal secret that has been under wraps for a million years right yeah here like the lanterns the will take wall. care of it which i like i like them too i mean but but that's all that's all lan- yeah, your lantern book he, was for yeah, a while. right but i like i like that they're going back to the space cop yeah. idea yeah as long as he has that one section right I and mean, yeah. how I mean, granted, granted, still got trouble. Yeah, Earth has more lanterns than right. any other sector. So, what's the sense? Is, wait, is John Stewart? Wait, John he's Stewart, uh John Stewart is, a is stationed with, on Oa. Is Oa with unless they change it? Yeah, no, but according to because you had that, you had the recent girl. according to recent Justice League books, he's now like an ultraviolet lantern or some yep. something weird like that. John Stewart is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's her name? Uh, Jesse... Jessica Cruz. Jessica Cruz. Jessica is, Cruz. She's in charge of the ghost sector now. Yeah. So they took her off Earth mm-hmm. and stuck with her in the ghost Simon. sector. She's in uh, Simon's Simon, Simon, Simon's not there with her. Simon's somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not crazy about him either. Guy Garner is, Guy Garner <laughs> is the greatest Green Lantern in the universe. No question. I don't know what universe, but <laughs> I like our gar- guy Gardner. But yeah, I never got into Kyle. Yeah, no one never. Yeah, but anyway. So I like this book. Um, yeah, that was I, good. I, I I won't give it five stars out of five, and I won't give it two thumbs up, and I won't Dude, give it. I won't give it. I won't give it ten five. out of ten. And it won't and get I won't, a brown belt. I won't, and I won't, I won't give it a, it a black belt. <laughs> I'm gonna give it about a mid range right now because it's still. Again, I mean, this, that's me. just the first issue. The second issue just came out. I haven't read it yet. It was interesting, and I liked it, but I'm going to hold off and, and see, read a few more issues before I really give it a, uh, give it a go. I'll be honest with you. I only, I only like it because of the art. <laughs> Some, hey, sometimes that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see where the story goes right now. I'm like, Hmm, it wasn't bad, but I didn't love it. Yeah. The next book in my pile is Dr. Who 13th doctor from Titan comics. What? Dr. Who 13th, 13th doctor. doctor. What? Titan, Dr. Who <laughs> 13th doctor from Titan comics. <laughs> so Titan comics has the rights to do a lot of the BBC related. comics. Was it Titan? Kind of stuff. Yeah. Titan. And they're, they're. They're pretty good. I mean, they have good artists and writers, yeah. and they pay they pay attention to a lot of stuff. They also put out. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I read this like maybe two months ago, so I can't remember what's going on. But for the Thirteenth Doctor's first book, the art is amazing. I mean, everybody really? looks exactly like they do in the TV show. Oh wow! Uh, and you know, if you've ever read a Titan Doctor Who book, it's it's yeah. they're 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 not terrible. They're good. I like the tenth the run that tenth. And I liked the miniseries Fourth Doctor. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I like it. And besides, I can't. Again, I'm not going to give it a five out of five or a ten out of ten. But I'm going to probably give it like on a range on a, on, a, on a scale from one to ten. We're going to stick with that one. You sure? On a scale from one to ten, I'm going to give it. Do you want to go with 
black belt, I'm gonna, third degree. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven. A seven. Perfectly average comic with really good art. So a B plus. A B plus. Minus. Yeah. Ooh, gotcha. we're gonna go that way. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we can. Hey, how about, better. How about we each stop, we each pick a different thing? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it seven hobbits. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I was supposed to see that. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna go with my dad's rating system. What's that? Whereas everything is okay, but it's how you say it. Yeah, like yeah, if you didn't like it, it was eh, it was okay. Oh, that means he didn't like it. Or if he goes, eh, it was okay. Hey, he liked it. <laughs> and then the very last book I got is from Dark Horse Comics, which is uh, I'm pretty sure this is a like a European comic. He's definitely a European writer. I can't even pronounce the name. It's Milos Lovoskic uh, is the script writer and okay. also the artist. And it's a book called Lightspeed. And the, it's, the sub-imprint is Epics Comics, E-I-P-I-X. Oh, I know them. Yeah. Do you? Epics? Yeah. Not ep- no, but this is this is E-I-P-I-X. Oh, E-I. Oh, E. What? This is not what you expect. Oh. This is Epics with an X. Yeah, I wonder why you got this. <laughs> nice cover. Yeah. Well, listen. Oh, I'm Good listening. <laughs> Boundless, yeah. Zenoscope. So anyway, um, it looked it looked good. I grabbed it off the shelf. I, I've been interested in trying European comics. There's not many not many companies will publish that kind of stuff right now. Titan does it with uh, if, outside of Doctor Who realm. Uh, yeah. Titan does some European stuff. Uh, now Dark Horse, since they don't have licenses for anything anymore, it's yeah. start, starting to go that way. Yeah. Um, and it used to be that you could only get this kind of stuff by reading heavy metal, because mm-hmm. heavy yeah. metal was a lot of European stuff, yeah. like Mobius was all that kind of thing. Right. Um, so I picked it up, and it, it's it's very much along the same lines of something you would read in a heavy metal magazine. It it takes place in the future, and it's uh. They're the pure bloods and the not pure bloods, which is what you would expect from, you know, X-Men or Harry Potter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the closer you are to being a pure blood, the higher in the hierarchy you are. And they live on an asteroid that shoots through space and some asteroids go faster than others. Or is it maybe they're just on this? But basically... It's, it was difficult for me to figure out, but, but, but they go as close <laughs> as they can to the speed of light. So if you're in the high, if you're in the upper hierarchy, you travel as close to the speed of light as you can, which means that in the, in, during your day, when you wake up, somebody in the lower classes is being born. But in the middle of your day, you're having lunch. That same person is middle-aged. End of your day, you're dead. like, I'm going to go to bed now. That same person has lived their entire life dead. So all the lower class people are working their tails off. And they're doing things like that. They they reference that 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 middle class person how uh, when he was a uh, 40s fought in a war for like 10 years because argument had it higher up in the higher up. I get ups. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. I get it. Um, but the higher ups are all messed up too. Like they follow a ritual of um, the the person they follow the most. Two brothers and a sister, and the two brothers. The middle brother and the sister got in a fight, and the sister killed the middle. Then the oldest brother beheads the sister, and then the oldest brother goes kind of crazy, decides that there that there should be pure bloods and not pure bloods, and that kind of set the basis for the society. But they reenact that like every year. They pick people that are close to being the purest, and they reenact it. And all the people they pick to reenact it, they tell them this is all fake. It's all good. This is all fake. 
but it's not because they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> are they holding on? Are they holding any Dungeon and Dragon? No, they're not holding <laughs> Dragon. But the the main character, the girl on the front cover, her name is uh, I don't. Uh, she the one that killed the brother. No, but the, she was summoned up to, be, to reenact this with everybody. Um, but she is aware enough. No, she's got a name. But, uh, <laughs> she is aware enough to know that this isn't fake, so she doesn't want to do it. And the second she decides not to do it, they call her a deviant. Her name is January Lee, right? Kind of a non-space name. So you said, let's call her April. Her name's January. Yeah, right? Not bad, huh? close. Without reading the book? <laughs> Well, so why don't we just call it so she, she's like because she, they you know she's supposed to kill her little brother and his her little brother's like don't worry it's all obviously and, uh, uh they she because they, they mentioned the 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 closer you travel to speed light before time goes so oh, yeah. they, so they, they cover a little einstein science so in issue one it just is about her being exiled so who knows what's gonna happen am i gonna read the other the issue two which is already out probably look through it i don't know if i'm gonna buy it i might read it on the shelf the story didn't capture me that much. It was really the art. The art's amazing. Mm. And I like I like sci-fi mm. of various levels. Like, I like really hardcore sci-fi, like, mm-hmm. or, you know, difficult to understand sci-fi. Like, mm-hmm. I probably have to grasp. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. I love that. Um, and I also like different versions of it, like Blade Runner and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I'm hoping that outside of Marvel and DC, I can find that kind of stuff. This is good. I'll check out issue two, but I don't. If issue two is good, man, we'll get the rest. Again, it's just a miniseries. Mm. And then that's it. That's all my comics. All right. Oh, what do I give it? I give it, I'm going to give it three pineapples out of 10. <laughs> that's a lot of pineapple. Well, 10 pineapples. Nobody really likes pineapples either. So I like pineapple. <laughs> I think if I ate 10 pineapples, I'd be spending a lot of time in the bathroom anyway. <laughs> so, so that's going to do it for our review section. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now let's cover some stories. Interesting. I mean, there there's a lot of stories we could cover, could have covered, but most of them are now outdated. So, <clears throat> the first thing we're going to cover is um, Marvel's newest big crossover event thing um, called War of the Realm. Is this only happening in Avengers? No. Yeah. So, this is, um, I'll give you the official press release for it. Marvel is proud to present the War of the Realms. Um, they, let it, they, they put out a little teaser trailer that featured Jason Aaron and editor Will Moss, complete with the first look at issue number one's cover from Arthur Adams. That's cool. Um, He's in the Yeah. Um, and Jason Aaron said, The story really begins when that war that's been brewing for years in the pages of Thor explodes here in midgard and at that point it's bigger than a thor battle everyone becomes a part of the battle even though this story involves a lot of moving pieces and elements from the thor comics and the avengers comics it's something that everyone can just dive into uh and it says i don't know how you feel about this says not since secret wars has a comic event had such far-reaching consequences for the marvel universe i like secret wars but I don't think I had any fire reaching. I, I think. During Crisis, Flash died. Supergirl. You're talking major. No. I think Secret Wars had some effects. Well, it helped them reboot the Marvel Universe. But, 
Yeah, it did. But they did. But they I don't think didn't do it as well as I would like them. Uh, I think it had some effects that fizzled, kind of. Yeah. Or didn't oh. they didn't really nothing really came with them. Like they got rid the of the fantastic. Came was the venom. No, no, no. They no. Uh, yeah. They brought, Secret Wars. They yeah, no, not but, no. No, no. We're talking about Secret Wars, not Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. Secret Wars, the, the one, one that came out. Oh, with the battle ago. world and yeah. Um. I mean, they got rid of the Fantastic Four for a little while and everything. And, you know, they had um, Old Man Logan, but now they're starting to phase him out. and So it, like, had some effects, but nothing, I don't know. Nothing. Well, everything that, everything that they wanted to do, I'm sorry, I'm being distracted by looking up this artist. Everything that they wanted to do is being retroactively reversed because right. books didn't succeed. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it was wanting to, wanting to do generational things. Right. And it, generational things work really well with DC Comics. I don't think they work really well with Marvel for some reason. Marvel likes to kind of stay where it's at. Yeah. Um, DC was a, had a, such a well-established generational hero world. And right. They threw it away. They're, they're trying to get it back. Right. And it's hard to backtrack. Yeah. So. Um, of course, you know, the, the, they're billing this as an unparalleled in scale event so that kind of right there makes you go hmm hey paperback i don't know about yeah it. it's kind of like reading it's kind of like reading um secret invasion secret invasion no it means to, we put a trade paperback well that's what out. i mean secret invasion didn't need to be read well secret invasion actually wasn't marketed well in a trade yeah it wasn't mm-hmm. secret invasion was fun and they could have really done some cool stuff with it but yeah. um but of course this has a tie, bunch of lead-ins, of course, including Avengers sixteen, Asgardians of the Galaxy seven, Thor eleven. I really like Asgardians of the Galaxy. I I'm liking it too. <laughs> awesome. At first, I wasn't sure, but I almost didn't pick it up. But then I'm like, nah, I'll try it, and uh, I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah, I was excited about it when it first came out. This I would like it to keep going. Like I thought it was supposed to be just a miniseries, but it looks like it might keep going. Yeah. I thought so too, but now I don't know. It seems like it might. It's a fun book, though. Very interesting. But um, of course, I'll probably be picking this one up, The War of the Realms, because that's what I do. I always get them, and then I always complain about them. <laughs> well, that's what that's and, what they make them for. <laughs> exactly. They make, these, they make these books to anger us and be complaining about. Um, but as I'll long, check it out. But as long as we buy it, that's all they care about. Yeah, that's. It. <laughs> so I don't know it. I'll trust you. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know if it's... We'll see. Although, I kind of like the Infinity Wars thing that they were do, they've been doing. Oh, the Infinity Wars storyline? It just yeah. ended. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I just picked up the last issue, but I haven't read it yet. I wasn't too thrilled with the warps part of it. I, I mean, know. I kind of... Okay, I, I like... I, only, I kind of skimmed it. Um, I like Gamora, Gamora trying to do what she's trying to do. Yeah. And I think yeah. Gamora needs to, needs to be seen as the most dangerous woman in the galaxy like she should be right well yeah. actually i read some i mean you previewed some of the words that warped. i yeah. thought that was pretty- right there, yeah there was some cool and, st- and, and for 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 doing what thanos wanted to do without killing people right interesting Although right she still kind of kills people merged. because she yeah pulled her. yeah so it was interesting but when it's all said and done everything's back the way it was except for a couple things right and the Warps universe is still around, too. So. Of course. So let us move on to the next story. Now, with the whole Infinity Wars and everything, 
um, they've kind of like ended Guardians of the Galaxy early last year, but they're bringing him back. That's right. Um, only they're doing a different thing now, and they're going to have a bunch of different characters, um, and you don't know which ones are actually going to be in the Guardian. I saw the when they were when they were kind of uh, teasing this, and they had the the huge cast that was all blacked out and mm-hmm. they would just like drop in people like mm-hmm. there's beta ray bill right there's nova right rocket raccoon mm-hmm. root Adam. A lot. yep they threw they threw some great characters in there. yeah which is kind of interesting super scroll i think is in there too isn't he you yep. think so yeah and they threw in uh ghost rider too i like him i like ghost rider i'd rather just johnny blaze be johnny blaze <laughs> But another thing they're going to do introduce in the Guardian New Guardians of the Galaxy book will be the Dark Guardians, which is supposed to be an anti-hero counterpart to the main squad of Guardians, like Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers. Yeah, kind of. Um, and Dark some Avengers. By the way, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, good. Um, and some of the people that are going to be in this book are Cosmic Ghost Rider, going to be on the Dark Avengers. Um, Dark Guardians. Yeah, Dark Guardians. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, Dark Guardians. Excuse me. You got me all confused. Um, Gladiator from the Shi'ar, uh, Star Fox, Nebula, and Wraith. Star Fox. Yep. We've seen him around in like a million years. He's in a black and red suit, isn't he? And he he has haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Wolverine wannabe. So. So the rest of the people that could be on Guardian on the regular Guardians will be Star Lord, Dark Hawk, Bill, Beta Ray Bill, Adam Warlock, Silver Surfer, Moon Dragon, Richard Ryder Nova, and Groot. Nobody likes Moon Dragon. I like Moon Dragon. <laughs> what take, does she do? I take <laughs> what does I would she take do? Moon Dragon over Groot any day. Any day. Well, yeah, but Groot. She was. Groot. Groot is a is a Luke. She was, yeah. Well, not really. Well, Groot's anyway. cool now, but Groot was a giant Marvel monster. Yeah, that never that never would have gotten any kind of growth. Yeah, until they brought him back. Yeah. Same with Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. yeah. Might as well just team them up. No, nah, I used to like where I used to. I had the original yeah, mini series back, with Raccoon, but oh, yeah, Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon. The uh, like Moon Dragon and Mantis are my two least favorite. Like, I like adventures. What does she do? She's a celestial Madonna. That's all she does is walk around and say, "I'm the celestial Madonna." She does, you know, back in stuff. Back. <laughs> is she great in the movie? She's great in the movie. Back in the Avengers, eh, when she's great the when they had a swordsman. Oh yeah, swordsman. Well, didn't didn't she have? Wasn't she supposed to be like a hand to hand combat? Yeah, yeah, I mean. I she's, think so. They yeah. all know martial arts. But like, she's right. she's telepathic. So she was like, hey, you can never have too many telepaths. <laughs> no, Rom. Um, Rom should have been twice. They should have just Rom gotten should, rid of the Avengers. And Rom is IDW now. <laughs> Rom, should, Rom should be one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, you are right. And since they can't use Rom, they'll use Icon instead. Remember when they tried to, mm. they tried to create well, basically Rom, but well, they made it a girl and they called dark, Icon. If you're going to have Dark Dark Guardians, why don't you just give them Sentry? Uh, because Sentry is... Sometimes Bob has bad days. <laughs> Who doesn't I have, guess, no, doesn't I guess, have bad days? I you guess, don't go around ripping. You don't go around ripping the God of War in a half. Oh, why not? He's a jerk. I guess 
uh, Sentry kind of absorbed the void now in, yeah. the, well, in the last miniseries. That happened in documentaries too. Like he died yeah, by absorbing yeah. the void. Yeah. And then he came back again. And I think they mentioned that he still absorbs. So he still kind of goes back and forth between good and bad. No, I think in the last miniseries, he like, there's no more void now. Oh, okay. I think. I didn't actually read it, but I'm going off of. I, I just, I just loved it in Dark Avengers when he would just, everyone would be like, where the hell is Sentry? Because obviously Sentry could take care of any problem. Yeah. He's always in his room. And, and, and like, yeah. Get him. And they're like, no, it's not his day. Yeah. It's bad day for Sentry. It's a bad. <laughs> well, look at when, uh, didn't he, when Asgard was above Oklahoma or whatever, yeah, yeah. and he, mm-hmm. like, he just decimated Asgard. Yeah, that was, that, was because, mm-hmm. that was because he gave into the void, and uh, yeah. Green Goblin was like holding him off to, holding him off. And he just called him in. He's like, "All right, go go kill all the Asgardians because Osborn lost his freaking crap." Mm, he just went nuts. That was oh, I love. That was so cool. That was well, good stuff. All right, I know we're kind of sidetracking here, but Dark Avengers, Dark Avengers was great. It was written very well. Norman Osborn was trying to do good things, but as kind of a jerk, right? Right. But he doesn't really know how to do good. But things. then, but then, but then, uh, Bullseye started started changing his meds on him. Oh, it wasn't that Bullseye. It was Moondragon. Moondragon, Moondragon, yeah. Moondragon started messing with his meds. So then he started going. Wait, moon, what was a Moondragon? Uh, Moonstone. Moonstone. Yes. Moonstone started messing with his meds because she's a doctor. And, and right. he was, and he was, and he was started going, drifting back into the goblin state. And then and that's when he was, uh, yeah. there are Asgardians on earth. We right. have to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling a left loose off. And then near the end of the whole storyline where he had, he created, he just created this list. And uh, it was like, Punisher, kill the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Kill, kill the Hulk. Kill, kill <laughs> yeah, this, kill that. And the, very, the very last one was Spider-Man. Kill the Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love Norman Osborn. All right, so next up, we have another weird Marvel thing that they've been putting, they've been putting out some teasers for, and um, they're teasing a huge line-wide thing for March. Well, it's a little different. This time they're saying because they're claiming that Marvel history is destroyed. And then they have things like who brought the amazing Spider-Man back after Spider-Man no more. And then they have, they released a thing that said who found Captain America on ice before the Avengers. And then who really gave the fantastic four their powers. Maybe, maybe always. do. So they're like, Doing some kind of weird story where they retcon everybody's origins or something like that. Sounds like sounds like a big what if. I I hate to say it, but this is just going to be kind of yeah soon forgot. Probably (laughs) going to be very soon forgot. Yeah, pretty much. Secret Wars two, maybe. Secret Wars two is very had Secret Wars two. Oh yeah, no Secret Wars two is soon forgotten. Yeah. So whatever this is, it's coming out in March, and it looks like it's going to be an basically like a big what if thing. So is this going to run which a- alongside War of Realms, or is this going to run after War of Realms? Probably I after. think it's after. Yeah, so this is going to be. So they, they, if, they they have a whole year. Even of if even if they did it at the same, it's its own thing. Yeah, disaster. It's its but, own. Well, thing. no, not necessarily. David S. Pumpkin. Because if they're doing it as a giant what if thing, yeah. that could be kind of fun. Well, yeah. what if I is, wish they would bring back the what if. Well, they tried. Or, well, they, well, they did. The, they did. Uh, Nick Fury's back, and he's kind of like peering in the. Yeah, he's got the watcher's eye. But they did a couple of what ifs. 
which I didn't get to read any of them, but I know there was like, what if, remember there was like, what if Flash Thompson became Spider-Man? Yeah. And what if there's a Punisher? Peter became Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's some exciting things from Marvel coming up. Uh, yes. But now let's move on to DC. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I cannot wait. What, Detective Detective 1000 is they're coming up on number 1000 for Detective Comics, which, as you recall, was where Batman originally came from. And much like the action comics they did last year, they're doing um, two different books, the Detective Comics number 1000 and the Detective Comics 80 Years of Batman, Mm -hmm. the deluxe edition. I got the Superman one. It was really good. Was it? Yeah. It was really good. They they picked a lot of good stories. I want to get. I and they had the, that. They had the, the 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 missing story where they found all the pages. Oh right, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Pretty, oh, that one. That's what's cool. his name? Head. Pretty, pretty simple, but it was. Yeah. That um. Right. Was no. it John Byrne? No, it wasn't. Levitt? Paul Levitz. Paul Levitz. Paul Levitz. Yeah. So in this one, um, incoming Detective Comics creators Peter J. Tomasi and Doug Monkey are scheduled to write and draw the lead story with additional stories by Jeff Johns, Brian Michael Bendis, Paul Dini, Christopher Priest, Danny O'Neill, Neil Adams, Kelly Jones, Dustin Nguyen, Alex Maleev, and more. It's going to be a 96-page book. And then the companion, Detective Comics, 80 Years of Batman, will be a hardcover. Uh, overseen by Paul Levitz, mm. that will include several rare and unpublished comic shorts from Batman's history. Paul Levitz is like, look at these pages I found. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including a Levitz Dennis Cowan story. He was a pack ready. And the original layouts from Detective Number Two Hundred by Lou Sayre Swartz okay. and Bob Kane. Yeah, and it is. Anticipated to include essays about Detective and Batman by Corey Doctorow, Neil Gaiman, Glenn David Gold, Denny O'Neill, and former San Diego Police Chief Shelley Zimmerman and Pulp Historian Anthony Tolan. And in all that, there's not going to be a single true word. It's all going to be, Bob Kane created this with the help of Bill Finger, mind you, but it was still Bob Kane because we're contractually obliged to say that. <laughs> I gave this speech at the Townsend Public Library at Batman Day. I just talked about that. I, 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 I had to hold myself back, turning it into yeah. Bob, Kane, Bob yeah. Kane the liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, give credit with credit still, right? Yeah, I mean, and everybody but him. <laughs> right. He did very little as far as kind of came up with something. And Bill Finger was like, uh, why don't we do this, that, the other thing, change across him, do this, do that, get rid of that, make this, that. Totally different. The same name, Batman. Right. <laughs> but somebody had to come up with the name Batman. Yep. Come on. Well, Bob, the, um, Bob Kane knew how to wear an ascot. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of so then so then you have to yeah. So what's your point? Well, that's kind of like the, <laughs> the stories people say about Stan Lee and and his co-creators. Yeah, but you know and, what? Stan Lee did more than Bob Kane did. <laughs> Stan Lee actually did something. Yes, he did. Bob he did. Kane. Was a hack. God, that's, that's, that was very angry. I'm going to roll it back a little bit. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> all right, so Dario's getting all flustered. So let's move on, shall we? Oh, let's not. Let's stick with this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, those should be interesting. You said the the, um, the covers look good. The action comics. Oh, the action comics was really good. They picked a they picked a, a good selection of stuff. And the thing is, I have a lot of like I have a lot of like greatest Superman stories ever told. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of like like collections of like different writers and different stuff. So I have a lot of crossover material. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple things in that that I had already. Like they did John Byrne's uh, John Byrne's Man of Steel, which I have, mm-hmm. but they put that in there. They even I don't know if they reprinted the greatest Superman story ever told, which I have like nine thousand. That's like a really good story too. Uh, it's like watching Rudolph. Yeah. Did, I, did you ever read just sidetrack for a minute? You ever read the la, the the last Superman story that they did before uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth? It was around the time they did Crisis, and they were rebooting the Superman book right before Byrne took it over. So they they, they did a two part story. Alan Moore wrote it called the Last Superman Story, and it's. Uh, Oh, I think I've heard of it. But. Kurt Kurt Swan did all the art for it, which is amazing because he was such a great iconic. Superman. It it just wraps up everything. It's very Silver Age, but really? it's also Alan Moore dark. Like mm. people die, crap happens. Huh. Yeah, wow. uh, no, it still has a somewhat happy ending, but you should definitely. It's only two issues. Really good. Hmm. And that was right before Crisis. Yeah. I'm surprised it's yeah. not. Like- I'm sure it, is. it probably it's, is somewhere. It's collected. What if? If you get the greatest Alan Moore stories, uh, DC, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's in that. It's in a couple of those, too. Along with me. Yeah. Well, the greatest Alan Moore stories, I don't think it, they may have one Swamp Thing issue in there, but they also have a, uh, there's an action co- comic. There's a DC Comics Presents, the, mm. Sup- the Superman team-up book yep. that he wrote, the Swamp Thing, and that's okay. almost always printed in, in those collections, too. Mm. That's a really good story. All right. Well, I'm kind of looking forward to the Batman one. Um, being that I'm a much bigger fan of Batman than Superman. I, know. I was just going off on Superman rants because uh, you know Superman. Um, whatever. One of those, one of those <laughs> him. animated series. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So let's move on to our next topic, which is something that Dario wanted to bring up, even though you know it was like two years ago. And that is <laughs> wow. <laughs> just because we haven't we haven't actually done one of these in a while, so we kind of missed this. All right, this is intru- okay. Introduce it before I jump into it. So now we're going to talk about the Captain Marvel trailer that was released a little while ago. Uh, the second, I think it's the third one. Second uh, or third full yeah. trailer. Yeah, the, the the Marvel Captain Marvel trailer, not the Shazam trailer. Shazam. No, I mean, it, it didn't come out right before I won my cruise. It's, it was a fairly new trailer. Yeah. Beginning of December, I think it came out. Mm. They show a lot. Something. Yeah, they do. They show they a do. lot. That's yep. really, really good. I think it's going to be a really, really good Marvel movie. I agree. I'm looking forward to they it. Got, they said that they got uh, Jude Law to play Pavel. Mm-hmm. That actually was just officially confirmed, too. Was it yep. good? Because you know what? I just had this huge argument with so many people about they're like Jude Law is not playing, you know. Is you have go, a is lot of be, arguments with a lot of people. I do. They're like, they're like Jude well, okay. Law. <laughs> I work. I, in a com- I work in a comic shop. <laughs> and <laughs> it's Dario. I mean, you know, like, every time he breathes, it's an <laughs> argument. <laughs> when he comes in, is like, is like Jude Law is going to play Captain Marvel. I'm like, how did you not know that? Yeah. I'm like, when they I know, announced that's... when they announced the movie, and they said Jude Law was going to be a Cree. That how was did you the not first... know he was going to be yeah. Marvel. Why, why couldn't you put two to, That was the first thing that all like all of us 
the first thing we thought of. Oh, okay. And they're like, no, he's going to be the bad guy that kind of forces them to become. I'm like, dude, law? No, he's going to be (laughs) Marvel. He's going to be a good guy. But it wasn't officially announced. Yeah. But now it's officially announced. But I think he, Jude Law himself, has confirmed it. Yeah, see? Now he's stand stand forever. Now you can say, I told you. Love it. I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, it's going to have uh, Captain Marvel on it. It's gonna oh, have- no, I'm sorry. It was the Captain Marvel official site, so that's even more official, that has confirmed that Jude Law is Marvel. It's going to have Ronan the Accuser, who is by far one of my favorite Yes. Them. It was done really bad in the Galaxy movie. But Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but he's not, he he's like going to be. dance off? I, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronan. I like the first one. The second one the was yeah. the only thing that I liked about the Guardian of the Galaxy is that they actually showed the collector Adam Warlock cocoon. Yeah, well, that's except it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the Adam Warlock. It wasn't, no. no, because in the second Guardians of the Galaxy, they showed they showed a cocoon. They showed the cocoon that was open. the whole Guardians of the Galaxy fran- movie franchise is dead in the water right now until they figure out what to do with it. Yeah. So actually, they've shown two different possible Adam Warlock cocoons in each of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, and yet we still don't have an Adam Warlock. We have Skrulls that are going to be in a movie. Yes, so excited for Skrulls. Not only do they look amazing, yes, but they're using named Skrulls. I like the way they the Skrulls are are being handled here. yeah, with the old lady. With the, the old, old lady, lady yeah. like looking at it. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> this trailer extended that, so you saw more of that. Yeah. Which is kind of, oh, so the they kind of like. The old lady gets, get, like, gets up and gets fights. You know, <laughs> yeah, someone, so the, the first one, of the the trailer before that, they just showed her punching the old lady. Yeah. And this one, they showed, so everybody's like, oh, she's punching old lady. Yeah, that's no, the old look. fighting back. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there was a meme that came out when they did the first trailer and they showed that scene. And it was uh, the old lady look, uh, uh, the old lady looking up, and it says, "It says uh, Captain Marvel's a DC character that came out like years before you were created." <laughs> and then they show Captain Marvel punch the lady. But yeah, I, I'm very excited for this trailer. Ah, for this trailer, for this movie. It's soon. I too. It's wait. like two months. Yeah, I kind of don't want to see anything else. I don't want to see any more. No, because I think uh, I think Avengers comes out. Like a month or two after that comes out. Don't Captain Marvel comes out in March. Avengers comes out in April. Back to back. April twenty sixth. Wait, no. Captain Marvel comes out in February. Yeah, it's gonna be at least a month. February. And Avengers has April? been pushed up to come out April twenty sixth. Speaking of which, the Avengers trailer. <laughs> oh, did they did did something happen? No. Okay, I didn't miss it. Well hey. Oh, that guy was just up his room and it's a big deal. Hey, that's and yeah, then, uh, that's kind of cool. I don't know what Cap he thinks. Crying, Cap I don't know what he thinks tears. he's gonna do, even as Ronan. But well, we'll say I've Shane known for I've known Ronan. for like a wicked long time. They're doing that he was a Shang Chi movie. What? They're doing a what movie? They're doing a Shang Chi movie. No, they're not. Yes, they yeah. are. Where did they announce this? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Better be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hadn't heard of it. It better be good because Shang Chi deserves to be done right. All is Bruce Lee alive? No, then they can't do it. <laughs> disagree. All they've done is announce that they're planning to do a Shang-Chi movie. That's all the info we have now. 
But for me, I remember when I was excited about a Jonah Hex movie. That didn't work. Oof. For me, yeah, Megan Fox. Yeah. What I had thought from for me, what I would have liked to have seen in an ideal world is I would rather have seen a Shang Chi Netflix yeah, series. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Shang Chi and and Moon Knight should have been on Netflix. Yes. And they should have been down and dirty. They should have just yes. been like, yes, you know, yeah. Like like Shang Chi should should be what Iron Fist should have been. Right. Like yes. Iron Fist failed. Right. On yeah. many points. Yeah. And they just on need many levels. Yeah. Yes. They just Iron Fist is such a great character. Yeah. But Shang Chi will just, kick yeah. Iron Fist's ass any day. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm happy they're doing a Shang Chi movie, but I in an ideal world, I would have loved to see him them do him as a Netflix series. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Yeah. I want to see them cast a, a non-Asian in that role. <laughs> well, you can't. Here's an Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Shang O Chi. <laughs> Do you hear what I have to put up with? <laughs> but if, if it's a movie that's produced by Marvel, it should be yes. very exciting. It will be, yes. Uh, and I kind of like, because it's a different uh, aspect. Like, they, you know, if they... With a Shang Chi movie, they're going to get more into like martial arts and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And if this is, well, this is the thing. Is it part of Phase Four, or is this going to be a sub phase? Mm. Or because do they even have the phases anymore? No, no, they are. They're doing. They're definitely doing another phase. And are they going to pull back and make it not epic like Thanos was coming, or are they going to? Mm. What well, I want. They're supposed to do the Eternals. Now, I have really? no problem with the Eternals, but I just don't know how that's going to how it's going to fly as a movie. I don't see that working. Yeah. yeah. Because even 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 with me like being a uh, a big Marvel fan, yeah. even with the Eternals, I'm like I don't know if I want to see a movie with the Eternals. Yeah, I mean the Eternals to me are just the new gods in Marvel because he went to DC and he did the new gods and then he went to Marvel. And they're kind the of for me they're kind of like the new gods light. Yeah, I but think. you know what? If they do Neil Gaiman's Eternal storyline, oh yeah, that was really good. that. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, maybe. But I still don't, I don't know, it's still, like, Marvel, they've done, a f- like, with Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man, they've they've reached out beyond what you would typically, and it's been s- successful, those yeah. work, mm. but I don't know about the Eternals. Don't know. Yeah. No. I guess we will. Because I'm sure they're not going to announce anything until phase, for Phase 4 until Avengers comes out. And yeah. And they'll be like, this is what we're going to do. And when they do. Especially if it's a big secret and they show somebody like Doom at the end. Oh, like if they show doom at the end. Oh, I know. I just read something <laughs> that uh, Kevin Feige. Well, how old Kevin Feige. Feige. How are going to bring in Cassidy? He, oh, there's plenty of ways. He said they could be ready to start working on the Fox properties within the next six months. Yeah. I mean, they could, they have X-Men and FF to work with now, mm-hmm. which is pretty darn cool. Uh, but the thing is, is that X-Men is so tied into having had been established prior in history. I mean, because yeah, was, but now that now that um, Hugh Jackman to do one, uh, I don't know. I don't it's know. been mentioned, but I don't I think, think I he's think, going to do it. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it would be good for them to get to get him again. But if they would. do, the problem with it is if they do, that firmly, that very firmly says we're acknowledging the other stuff, right? And they don't, they might not want to do that. right. Well, then the other question is. I mean, they can bring in the fantastic. He's too old. He's too old to do another another twenty years worth of movies. Yeah, 
they can bring in the Fantastic Four because there really hasn't been a well-established Fantastic I mean, Four. Could, yeah. Who knows? Maybe they show up. Maybe. But with the X-Men, do you think they should ignore a lot of the characters that have already been done and go for other X-Men characters? Yeah. Well, it's tough. It is really, tough. Really it's, need, it's tough. They really, one, you really need the core X-Men. Great. You need Jean Grey. But what core X-Men? Who do you consider the core X-Men? X? I, I, I consider yeah. Wolverine, Storm. Beast. I consider the uncanny X-Men to be the... Yeah, but you could go back Giant to the original, the original X-Men. Angel. Iceman. Iceman, Jean Grey, Cyclops. Jean Grey, Cyclops. Are the one if the, I would mix it. I would keep, I would do Jean Grey, Cyclops. Bishop! Sorry, I just called Bishop. Bishop! Beast. Uh, and Beast then, is awesome. I, I love Beast. Beast. I like Beast, too. Beast is awesome. Um, Banshee! Oof. <laughs> I quit. Speaking of Irish. Um. I would have Gambit, eh. Rogue, mm. Storm, maybe not Storm, Storm. But that's yeah, that's a thing because they've already done them. Or if not Jean Grey, why don't you bring in Rachel? Oh yeah, that'd be good. Although yeah, you could, but you could possibly do Jean Grey well, and Cyclops because bring in, um, Captain Marvel. Binary. Oh, Binary's but no, they can have Binary and Captain Marvel the same thing. Yeah, they already have her. Yeah, they wouldn't. They so probably speaking wouldn't. about. Speaking about uh, Banshee, I was looking at a copy of Giant Size X-Men number one earlier. I found this panel that I thought was <laughs> Professor X was going around recruiting everybody for his new team, yep. you know, because the original X-Men are missing. Uh, the, the panel is Nashville, Tennessee. A visitor to the Grand Ole Opry finds that he is a visitor of his own, and it's Professor X sitting next to Banshee, who, like, spins around like he doesn't, like he didn't notice him, like he's right next yeah. to him. <laughs> And he says, Bagora, tis Professor, tis Professor X himself now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Irish. <laughs> Who yells out Bagora? <laughs> I don't even think people in Ireland now say Bagora. <sighs> All right. <so laughs> Bagora. <laughs> Only Darius. It's, it's an Marvel comic. <laughs> let's, All right. Let's move on to our next topic then. And, um, Dario, you wanted to talk about the Teen Titans live action series? Yeah, I just finished. So it was like 12 episodes long. Excuse me while I take a nap. (laughs) It's it's really good. They did did Raven very well. They did did all the characters very well. They introduced Doom Patrol and got them ready for their... Oh, they did? Yeah, they they did one episode with the Doom Patrol where they were changeling or Beast Boy left that team and joined, joined the Titans, which is... Oh, oh, it was in the comics. Yep. Mm-hmm. Beast Boy was a member of Doom Yeah, what was the issue? Uh, in the new Teen Titans, they were like in a jungle somewhere and they had, they had like robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're doing the uh, Doom Patrol, they're doing the Morrison version of Doom Patrol, so it's going to be crazy and wacky. That mm-hmm. starts, that starts got, in the next couple months. They got Brandon Frazier to play Robot Man. Well, he's just, he's just a robot. They have a guy, there's a guy in a suit. None of it's right, CG. Right, but I'm sure if they go, if they go, do a flashback. Oh yeah, no, they've already shown. Yeah, you know. So, um, it's been really good. Like all the episodes are kind. Of, it, it 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 does a good job in telling an overarching storyline, but still kind of make every episode kind of self-contained in its own way. Um, the main bad guy is Trigon, and they really make the mm. the, the demon relationship between you know Raven being mm-hmm. the, the key to bringing him over to Earth important and all that. Mm. And it gets all the way up to ish 
episode 11 before Trigon comes to Earth, and he's just in human form, so you can't, you don't really see him as the right, thing he's right with, the, with the poor eyes, right. And mm. then, if did you read the Perez Titans uh, when they when when they went to the Baxter paper format? I have and, all the issues. Right. So remember when Trigon corrupted everybody? Yep. So the issue, uh, episode twelve, uh, Trigon. Set, the whole thing is kind of like a dream thing, mm-hmm. where Trigon's corrupting Dick Grayson, and at the end of that, Dick Grayson is is possessed. Right. Right. And that's it. They end the season like that. So they still haven't even resolved Trigon. Like, right. And there are, I've been seeing on a, they got a dedicated, and they were talking about the series. They're so pissed. What, that it didn't end? No, that it was no Nightwing at the end of the season. Yeah, I was hoping that he would become Nightwing by the end of it, too, because it's, he spends the whole season moving away from Robin. I mean, right. he's, he can't be Robin anymore. Yeah, right. They show he can't be Robin anymore because Jason Todd's there. Like, hey, right. Jason. Hmm. Robin's. So... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, many, I was kind of hoping that they would, they would. How many episodes was it? Twelve episodes. <laughs> but they uh, they've announced that in, in 2019, uh, at some point there's going to be they're going to uh, they're going to have a different uh, show every Friday. So like Friday is going to be the day that they release something. But one day it'll be one day it'll be Doom Patrol. The next week it'll be Titan, uh, might be Titans. I don't know. I think what they have in their schedule is Doom Patrol, Young Justice, Harley Quinn animated okay. show. Yeah, uh, watching Swamp thing. Um, Haley Coco's doing and the Star voice. Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. doing the voice yeah. of Harley Quinn. And I'm very excited about Swamp Thing and Stargirl. Like, Swamp Thing better be awesome than Stargirl. I like the Young Justice. I'm going to write I a watched, very angry letter. I watched season one through three when it was on. Yeah, that was a good show. A lot better than so, in general, I'm ha- very Go happy T with Titans. the DC Universe app. The DC Universe app is great for reading comics, so you should buy comics. So, uh, the TV shows are good. You know, two two thumbs up your black belt in the pineapple. No, I would give it. I would give through it, the watermelon. I would give it three beagles and two cows. <laughs> oh, and two cows. No, I would give it. I would. I would. I would give it three ace to bad hounds, and <laughs> and two cryptos. That's my vote for that. Uh, well, it's only a five rate system. Streaky the cat. Okay, well, all right. Now let's move on to another thing. Um, another DC thing, and that was, of course, this month we saw the release of the movie Aquaman. He saw this. that I saw, and neither of you saw. Did you see it? Well, yeah, but you're you're waiting. You you ticket. Yeah, can't you tell how excited he him. is? So he's holding on to his golden ticket. This is not going to comes out on DVD. This is not going to take long. Don't worry. <laughs> There's my official word on the Aquaman movie. Number one, not as good as Wonder Woman. Yes. But better than all the other DC. That's the exact movies. same review I hear from everybody who yes. in the store. <laughs> Number well, two, the story was not bad. A little Black Pantherish. Um, but you know, that's kind of to be expected. They're kind of on similar paths, but not exactly. Um and number three, I think they overdid it with the CGI. Well, it all happens in the water, right? Or a lot of it happens in the water? Uh, a lot of it happens. So they have in to the, CG that. Not all of it happens. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. Like, they went to Atlantis, and it was just like... Did he talk to fish? Yeah. Not exactly. The fish respond to his emotions, right? Sort of, yeah. Because I, exactly. I only saw the trailer. Of, perhaps. And when, when the bully was picking on him, 
Yeah. The, yeah. The shot yeah, the, tapped on the glass. Yeah. And that, oh. So they, yeah, they respond to him, but doesn't actually talk to them. Except yellow. for one that I can't really get into without ruining the story. But, <laughs> but the CG, I think like it was a little, it was almost borderline cartoonish in some ways. Yeah. Like they could have toned it down a little. Excuse me. And there was, you could see a lot of influence from other films. You mean they didn't have the, they didn't have the giant seahorse that he could ride? Oh yeah, he had a seahorse. Or, or Tusky, he didn't. Tusky. The Tusky. No, there was no no walrus. But did they have a baby that he called Aqua Baby? Not yet. Because he did in the comic. Well, they, they called him. They Aqua haven't baby. gotten well, that far yet. His <laughs> Aqualad slash Tempest. He wasn't in the movie. He wasn't. He probably wasn't. No, he wasn't. Not that I know of. Someone told and me I that they. I haven't even seen it. Someone told me that they that it, that it's more based on the 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 reboot from New Fifty Two because Jeff Johns wrote that. Yeah. And it wasn't so the New Fifty Two re- reboot of Aquaman was not so entrenched in the New Fifty Two ish part of that universe. Yeah, it was right. still it was kind of like Green Lantern. Yeah. So Aquaman and Green Lantern could have been lifted out and dropped into any or any iteration right, yeah. of the main DC universe. And the other the other two things I will say is one. They actually did a decent job on the traditional Aquaman orange and green costume. Yeah. It, looks it actually looked yeah. decent. Yeah. And number two, Jason Momoa was a little less bro-ish in this movie. So not a little quite. Less, a little less Momoa-y? Yeah. <laughs> Momoa-y? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there was some of it. My man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my man. You're like, no. <laughs> you don't say my man to Batman, you jerk anyway so that's that's basically what i'll say about the movie wasn't bad it was good but not great i'm gonna try and see it I wanna, i'm gonna try and see this although i don't think it's i don't think it's possible to see it in a in a, um, in a big screen format probably not i'm gonna wait to deep for dvd i would yeah i would say wait you and from what from it's from no just quest for peace the, just, just no superman 4 quest trailer, for peace. Ugh, just looking at the trailer okay out of out of 10 mm-hmm. But then what? On the rank of disappointment. Oh. Starfishes? No. Okay. No, rank no. of my starfish. No. Not even starfish. I'm not even going to give them the satisfaction. <laughs> I'm giving it nine <laughs> ring reefs. Oh. All right. <laughs> it should be like it should be like glasses of sand. <laughs> I'm going to give them five glasses of sand. Ring reefs. Nazgul. Yeah, I know what they are. Sure. What does that got right, to do with Aquaman? Pardon me, sir. They're called Nazgul. I going to give you the satisfaction of anything <laughs> Aquaman-ish. Ah. Oh, you didn't like the Nazgul? I love the Nazgul. Well, then you just said you liked Aquaman. Someone no, told didn't. me that they show all the tribes of Atlantis on the water. Like, they show the mermaid, uh-huh. pe- the mermaid people. They uh-huh. show the trench. They uh-huh. show... Yeah. I don't know what other ones. I only know Lori, Lori, the, Lori Lemmings is a, is a merfolk. Huh? Lori what? Lemmings? Or Lemmings? I don't know what her last name is, but she's was Superman's girlfriend when he was in college, and she was a Murph. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, it was Lori. Who else? Lori Lemmings. Right. Lois Lane. Lori Lemmings. Exclusive. And here's one surprise. One Jay thing Jonah that did. Jameson's. What's your point? One thing that did surprise me: there was a guest Peter cameo Parker. appearance by Julie Andrews. As what? Please tell me, Peter Pan. Mary <laughs> Poppins. It? Mm-mm. No, not uh, in Aquaman. Mm-mm. Oh wait, yeah, in Aquaman. In Aquaman. Yeah, was she a voice Julie only? Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. She was just a voice. Mm-hmm. So she was a goldfish. Mm-mm. No, Black Manta. Was she the voice of Black Manta? 
<laughs> Let me see. There's another thing. Black Manta. Diary? No. Dolphin? You'll never figure it out. And I can't tell you what it is because oh, it's a big part of the movie. Uh, but Black Manta. You're right. Was there, a, was there a lot of Black Manta or was there just like a second of Black Manta? No, there was a, a decent amount of Black Manta. Um, the Black Manta helmet. Yeah. Does it make any sense? Like, I, didn't, I could never figure out his head fits in that. It does make sense. It does? Okay. And there's a reason why it looks like it does. But the second my wife leaned over to me and said, it looks like Stewie in a helmet. <laughs> he said, yeah, let's go. That's it. That's all I could see. I wish, I wish you hadn't said that. Because <laughs> he's, he's iconic. Black Manta is great. Yeah, but he... It, and his helmet never made sense, but he was great. Yes, and he's good in the movie, but the helmet... The only thing I care about is does, does Deathstroke and Lex Luthor show yeah, up at the end? Yeah, no, ruin that for me right now. Does Deathstroke and Lex Luthor show up at the end? Or at least Deathstroke? Mm-mm. Damn it. There is no... Connection. No, there is a connection. Because, uh, and for reference, they did at one point mention that Aquaman fought Steppenwolf. So this takes place after Justice League. Someone was like, hey, remember when Aquaman fought Steppenwolf? Like, no. Sort of. And then, and, then, and then Aquaman went, Mama! <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was like, it was like, it was like, uh, well, you fought Steppenwolf, so this shouldn't be a problem. This kind of thing, but. This pitchfork. You know. <laughs> but, um, what was it? Was I going to? Oh, yeah. But there's no, this is the first of the new DC movies that. Does not have a cameo from anybody else. Oh, that's good. Nobody. Didn't have, did they have one in Wonder Woman? They did. Batman showed up. Yeah. Batman showed up. Was like, I, have end, an yeah. Old, I have an old photo I'd like to show you. Yeah. Found it. Here's your picture. <laughs> I, do, I, I got this for you. It's, you know, Mary Batmas. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Aquaman, meh. It was okay. It was okay. All right. So finally. I had a guy tell me. Uh, well, the guy told me it was okay, and I was like, okay. I always love when he starts out with stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> I told him that the official rate, the official, the official rating for Aquaman is it's the most okay <laughs> of all the bad movies. <laughs> that, that is accurate. Yeah. All right. So go. I'm sorry. Okay. I so finally, there. we're going to talk about something that Paul wanted to bring up. It's not, it's, well, it's, it's a little comic related since Dario brought, brought up like you. Since Dario, without even realizing, brought a Doctor Who comic. So Paul wanted to talk about, um, what if America did Doctor Who? I'm a huge Whovian. I love it. I am too. I love Doctor Who. Yeah. Now, this, I saw this on Facebook, and they had, like, you know, their picks of who. Now, before, have... wait, before you go, who's your favorite Doctor Who of the new Doctor Who? Of the new Doctor Who? Of the new Doctor Who? From Christopher Eccleston. David Tennant. David Tennant. David Tennant. All right. Yeah. Continue. Because we all know Tom Baker's the best doctor. Yes. I thought Tom Baker's the best. Okay. They had, it went like, they had their pick, one to, third, one to the war doctor. We didn't do 13, right? Mm-hmm. Their picks were, the first doctor was Burgess Meredith. Yeah, I actually like that. Mm. The second I one. I can totally see that. Yeah. The second one was Dick Van Dyke. Okay, now, before we go any further here. This is what if the U.S. created Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, are we assuming that the U.S. version of Doctor Who is following the same path mm-hmm. that the British version of Doctor Who did? Yes. Basically, so yes. That means that 
in my mind, Dick Van Dyke is not a good choice for the second doctor. Well, is he a good doctor? He would be a good doctor. Right. I think that not a, a not two. Well, right. yeah. So let's not let's let's. All right. So we can go both ways. I would. I think he would be good as as the doctor. Right. Well, we Maybe all not. we all established that he would be a good doctor. But, but this we it, don't know when. Right. Right. So we'll just go with that. For their third pick, I love this one. They picked Vincent Price. Oh yeah, he's uh, great. This is he a perfect would be pick. Awesome. This is a perfect pick. Yep. yep. Number four, Gene Wilder. I like it. Uh, I, I like kind of want to fight that one. Yeah, me too. I'm, I think Gene Wilder is amazing, but I don't know. Uh, maybe somewhere down the line, I could. Well, if you're actually going to, if not a doctor, a companion, I would say Gene Wilder would be a good replacement for Sylvester McCoy. All right, if we're going with doctor to doctor, mm-hmm. then perhaps not. But as a doctor, I would I would like to see Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, Kyle McLachlan. Yeah, I know he's. I know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. That's a big no for me. Was he in Dune? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Dune. That's yeah. a big no, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number six, Christopher Walken. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I would love to see that. It oh, yeah. would be so awesome. It would be awesome. Number seven, they picked uh, Tony Shahoub. Yeah, so let me see. From uh, so that means Monk. that would be. I like him. I could see him as a doctor. That means that that would be the replacement for Sylvester McCoy, and I don't agree with. That. No, but as a doctor, I could see him play the doctor. Yeah, I could see him as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Moving on, number eight. <laughs> the pick was uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was a replacement for her, for uh, the guy that did the American movie. Do you remember his name? Totally blacked out that name. He goes with a G, doesn't it? Let's be with a G. I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, my friend and I have a saying when concerning Jeff Goldblum, and that is Jeff Goldblum is like bacon. He makes everything better. I'm good. All right. All right. Number Maybe nine. Be a good doctor. <laughs> Number nine. I am totally against. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Nick Cage. There's no way Nick Cage would be a doctor. Nicholas Cage. No, done. Out. Bye. I, my picks. I was thinking maybe Tom Tom Hanks. Tom mm. Selleck. No, Tom Hanks. Or Tom Selleck. No. Tom yeah, Selleck, I don't. No. I don't know about Tom Selleck, but Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Eh, I could see that. Yeah, Nick Cage. Oof. Number ten. Damn Rockwell. Uh, you know what? I, when I first saw that, my initial response was no, but I think he would be a good doctor. I could see him yeah. doing it. I like Sam Rockwell. How about Rockwell? Val Kilmer? No. Val Kilmer? No. Never. I don't like Not in any point in his life. No, I'm not a, not a fan. This one I did not like. Donald Glover? Yeah, I don't either. I don't think he'd be a good doctor. I mean, he's a great actor. I he's funny. And think he's good at he, he would does. be a good companion. Yeah, he would be yes. a great companion. What do you think of Sam Elliott? Oh. Sam Elliott would be a really good doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm. No? You do know who Sam Elliott is. Yes, I know who Sam Elliott uh, is. No, okay. no, you do know who Sam Elliott mm. is. Okay, let's, let's go ranch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd like Sam Elliott as a doctor. All right. As the 12th doctor, they picked uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Cranston. I would like to see that. Yes. Yeah. I would like to see that. And as the war doctor, they picked Harrison Ford. I don't see that on here. Yeah, he's not his pictures. Um, I can see him as the war doctor, as a grizzled old man. Yeah, but uh, think of Han Solo with this. 
Yeah, that doesn't make me think of Doctor Who. Well, and just for shits and giggles, for 13, I put, I was thinking maybe Sandra Bullock. Eh. Uh, I mean, she's good. But. Uh, eh. I don't love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that's for sure, yeah. I would like to see Steve Buscemi play a doctor. <laughs> no. That no. would be fun. No at all. I would, I would I like to see him play the master? Oh, that's even better. Yes. You show counterpart? What? You show counterpart? No. I'm trying to think of a, another woman. J.K. Simmons. <gasps> be a really good doctor. Ooh. Love J.K. Wait, you say, why didn't you J. Jonas, just, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, I was going to say, why didn't you just say J. Jonah Jameson? Oh. Uh, in fact, I think he would be a good replacement for Sylvester for uh, the third Doctor. Sylvester Stallone? No. <laughs> yeah, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Instead of Vince, the second or third? Third was Vincent. Well, Vincent Price should still be a Doctor. But, yes. But I just think that if we're doing a replacement for the third Doctor, well, it's not Vincent Price would be a great replacement. Have you ever seen the Peter Cushing Doctor? yeah. yeah. Do you know that's that's kind of canon now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yes. It's very <laughs> funny. Well, you know how they did it, right? They don't. They wrote that. They wrote that story. They did a novelization of. Uh, they did a novelization where Matt Smith character time traveled back in time and met Peter Cushing uh. and took him on some adventures. Oh right. And uh, and then that's why they 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 did the movies based on Doctor Who and uh. They also, in that same storyline, uh, the doctor took Peter Cushing to the future and let him star in a movie after he passed away, reprising one of his roles, which is Rogue One. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> saying that, that was really Peter Cushing in Rogue One. <laughs> All right, I think on that note, we'll we'll bring things to a to a close here um looks like uh next year is going to be interesting for comics yeah, and comic related things um well what would you guys say you're looking forward to the most conan right now i'm looking forward to Conan. yeah me too uh movie wise i'm looking forward to avengers yep uh, i can't wait i'm i'm looking forward to captain marvel too mm-hmm. and definitely avengers mm-hmm. well there's the Wonder Woman sequels coming out. Yeah, they just finished wrap. They just wrapped filming on that. So, and then let's see. So, comics are looking forward to Conan. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies are looking forward to Avengers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, TV or streaming services, I'm, I'm looking forward to a Swamp Thing show, and hopefully, it's good. I have no clue at all about it. Right now. I'm looking forward to the Marvel shows that are coming to Disney Plus. Oh yeah, Mandalorian. Oh my god! Yeah, what am I thinking. I know, right? <laughs> I am so looking forward to well, Mandalorian. That's going to be thing is gone. awesome. <laughs> Mandalorian that is, is going to be that. so good. What is this? Uh, the I've Disney streaming service is doing a bunch of Star Wars stuff, and one of them I've actually called them. In, really? Which happens yeah. after uh, Revenge of the Sith, but before? No, no, no. It happens after Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. Yes, but it's before like, a New Hope. It's like three years after Return of the Jedi, I yeah. believe. Great. There's so oh. many, so many so. great actors announced on. I can't. Really? Uh, There's Nick Nolte's in Nick it. Nick Nolte's really? in it. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone's like, "Who the hell's Nick Nolte gonna be?" And I said, "Nick yeah. Nolte's gonna be that 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 uh, pig faced doctor from that that ran in the doctor It's gonna be him. I thought that'd be Gary Busey. Nick, <laughs> Nick Nolte's gonna be the voice of a droid. <laughs> no, yeah, Nick. No, Nick Nolte will just be Bruce Banner's dad. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I cannot wait for that. 
Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. But no, but did you see the, 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 the cast that they announced? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You said Nick Nolte. I don't remember all of them. I just know that. Yeah. Well, that'll be a discussion the for internet. another day. Yeah, I know. I would have to, I would have to be prepared with it. I know. I saw it. I watched um, Nerdist. Um, I watched Nerdist News, and they went through. The, they went through the announced cast. Mm. But yeah, there's definitely some good stuff coming next year. So, oh, and uh, Dave Filoni, the guy who does the animated Clone Wars and mm-hmm. Rebels and all that, is directing the first. Yep. Cool. So, on that note, I guess that's going to do it for us for this evening. We want to thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you to the. Cosmic Comic Guru Dario. Thank you. And the world's greatest sidekick, Paul. Thank you, guys. Have a good week. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you all on the next exciting episode of the monthly comic cast brought to you by the New England Society of Geeks. Geeks. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.